What's going on, everybody? This is the void. You are listening to the Not for the Bay podcast. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all other major streaming platforms. Also, be sure to uh, like, like, comment, and subscribe on our Facebook pages. Excuse me, Instagram, Twitter, and on our Facebook pages. I don't know why I end up butchering that up on a regular basis. You would think that I would be able to memorize that thing by now, but. Um, NFL Week 18 recap show. Uh, G Money and Banks should be joining us momentarily, but uh, very eventful weekend. Uh, as we speak right now, I'm watching the national championship between Georgia and the and Alabama currently sitting right now. I believe uh, Alabama is up by three, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't looked at the screen in about 15 minutes, so don't quote me on that. But um, – NFL Week 18, very, very eventful. Um, I will say this before we actually do go over uh, some of these games. I do want to say, like, some of these teams, I, I will probably say, didn't exactly put 1,000% effort. Also, shout out to Sunset in the comment section. Uh, didn't put 100% effort into some of these games due to the fact that their playoff seeding already really didn't make that much of a difference whether they won or lost. Uh, so, wouldn't exactly look at some of these games and be like, okay, well, I'm I'm concerned. But um I'm probably off the top of my head right also, I did want to go ahead and cover. There were also three, excuse me, four head coaching fires and two general man general manager fires. So we're probably gonna go over those told as we go over some of these games. Uh, I'd like to welcome in Banks. Into the pod. What's going on, Banks? Okay, I'm assuming Banks is not ready yet. But um gonna continue, gonna continue to say this. Next week's schedule with the NBA NFL playoffs. I said NBA NFL playoffs. How it's gonna go is it's gonna be two games Saturday evening, Saturday evening, which is gonna be and then there's gonna be two games Sunday evening, and then they're going to have another game on that Monday night. So the way I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it right now is that we are going to we are we're probably we're going, to be going to have a show probably every single day that during the course of the playoffs uh, to cover to recap those games. Uh, I want to go ahead and shout out the in, in the trenches and Stanley Smith in the comment section too as well. Um, Oh, we got Quinte in the house too. So I'm pretty sure Quinte has something to get off of his chest. Um, but I guess we can go ahead and start off with the, with the Sunday night game with the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they needed the Las Vegas Raiders or the Los Angeles Chargers. You have to win, either or had to win the football game, but the game did not end in the tie. 
And since towards the end of the game, as time was expired, the Las Vegas Raiders kicker ended up making a 47-yard field goal and upsending the Las Vegas Raiders into the playoffs and allowing the Pittsburgh Steelers to go into the playoffs as well. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, pass along to the co-host here. Uh, Banks and Quinte just jumped in here. Thoughts on the on the Sunday night game? It was a very good game. Uh, it n- didn't disappoint. I didn't want to see the Raiders in. I wanted to see the uh, Chargers make it to the playoffs. Because to me, that's, I, that's a waste of time to see the, the Raiders in there. They're going to lose first game. So it's a, it's a beautiful it's, – it's beautiful, though, because you think about it. The Las Vegas Raiders, we all know what happened with John Gruden ended up losing his job or having to step down. That's the way it was worded. He didn't get fired. Uh, due to some controversial emails. And then interim head coach, Rich. I don't know why I keep on butchering this up. Rich Bashia, I hope I said that correctly, comes in and the Raiders end up going into the playoffs. So let me go ahead and ask you this, Quinte. Do you think it's a possibility that he may end up keeping his job as the head coach or making the job permanent? as the Las Vegas head coach moving forward. No. <laughs> nah, no? Nah. You know he took the cha- Raiders to the playoffs, you still going to say no? Nah, he ain't going to do it. They 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 got they got they scraped in. I'm going to say this to you. If the if the the LA, LA Chargers had a better defense, <laughs> a, a semi relevant defense, they would have made it. I'm just being honest with you, man. That's that's what's holding back the Chargers. They don't have no defense. He can outscore anybody. He can score thirty points a game, but the defense is gonna give up thirty five. So, so it's a waste of time. I agree with you one thousand percent. The offense can only do so much if the defense can't can't stop anybody on the opposing side of the football. So yeah, I definitely see where you're going with this. Uh, also, we'd we'll like we'll like to welcome G Money into the pod. What's up, G? What's up, y'all? What's up, fellas? Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Yes, it is the playoffs. <laughs> Unfortunately, the tilting orange is not in the playoffs. But well, we knew that was going to happen. But yeah, <laughs> nah, not necessarily, G Money. Even I'm, yeah, I'm no. saying this live on the internet. I am no longer a Dolphin fan. Let's just go ahead. No, like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and just jump into the this, that right this, now. I'm, I feel like this I'm, I'm is the, the, this the big quick. dark cloud on, on top of the pod right now. This, go ahead, this, yeah, go ahead this, this is the saddest day of being a Dolphin <laughs> fan. This is this is, this is is saddest when Don Shula passed away. This is how sad it is, bro. This is sad. Uh, I don't want to take it that far. but No, okay. trust me. If you ask them, the ever, some Dolphin fan actually cried. <laughs> this is sad. This is a sad day. This is the first time we had a winning season two years in a row. The first time <laughs> we've swept the Patriots since, since 2000. And, and I don't we'll have a first of really don't get it. You, you want to, I really believe this uh, Chris Greer, he, he's a trustee. If you guys have been with people who went to prison, you know what a trustee is. He is a yeah. trustee. How how you fire the coach and he keeps his job? I don't get it. 
How does he keep his job? He's been with this organization for 20 years. That means he's been a trustee for 20 years. I really don't get it. <laughs> I really don't get it. I really this don't. is this this is just a long long list of things that the Miami Dolphins have done. I mean, hiring Nick Saban as the as the coach, not get not going after Drew Brees, firing Brian Flores, um, not keeping or somehow working and keeping Tannehill, who could have been your franchise quarterback. It's just a list of things. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I've been saying this. I don't know if it's true. Ever since Dan Marino left in 1999, the Dolphins have just gone downhill from 2000 and on. I mean, what three playoff appearances since 2000? That's not good. That's mediocre. That's that's that's, that's not. It's just they're just not a good team, man. They have a bad aura to them. They have a bad. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, who the coach is. The Dolphins will always be sorry until they change their culture. That's just how I see it. Thanks, Yard over there. Yeah, man. I'm letting y'all. Uh... I'm letting y'all have y'all moment, man. Y'all Dolphins, man. Y'all two Dolphins, man. I don't got nothing to say about the Dolphins, man. I said enough, bro. Um, but to the original point about the the, the Chargers and uh and the Raiders game, I definitely agree with Quincy on that take in terms of if the Chargers had a little bit better of a defense to uh kind of support their offense in a way. They they need something to they need something outside of Derwin James and uh. And uh, Bosa. Joey Bosa, Bosa. Uh, yeah. it's just it's their defense is non-existent, and it, it's 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 actually sad because you can see Justin Herbert is the future of the NFL. Well, he's one of the quarterbacks of the future in the NFL. The, the the quarterback position is in great hands moving forward. When you got all these young guys coming in, stepping up to the plate, making big throws, mm-hmm. making big plays. This is what GMs and teams are looking for. They're looking for playmakers. And that's exactly what uh, uh, Justin Herbert is. He's a playmaker. Um, so it sucks that the, the, the Chargers had to lose um, that in that fashion uh, to be eliminated from the playoffs. I really felt like they deserved it. But, you know, when you lose to the Raiders and then, you know, week before that, I, I believe they lost to the Texans. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of difficult uh, when you think about it. Um, but about the, the Brian Flores situation, if I did – Say, have made my comments about it. Um, this is who the Miami Dolphins are. Um, this is just another prime example of them being uh, comfortable with mediocrity. Um, they're mm-hmm. not going to excel, and I'm going to stand behind that like I stand behind it for the last X amount of years since I've been. Uh, and I'm and just for the, the record, in case any Dolphins fans are out to listen, which I'm sure they are, I'm I'm a resident of Miami, Florida. I've been living in Miami my entire 33s of my life. Not once can I remember the Miami Dolphins, in my honest opinion, ever being good enough to just, you know, to do something. I, I could maybe take it back to those, that, that mid-2000 team that had Sam Madison, Patrick Sertan, Zach Thomas, JT, Brock Marion, uh, you know, Agunlier, Ricky Williams, Chris Chambers. I could take it that far back. And say, yeah, but even, the, you know, even they team, didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Right, that, but that that team was held back by the quarter the quarterback position primarily. That was a really oh, good yeah. football Miami Dolphins football team that was a quarterback away from being a real serious contender. And the Dolphins have not done anything good in decades. And then you actually bring in a guy that's a bright spot, which I think Brian Flores is the bright spot for the organization. Yes, he might have been uh-huh. too defensive minded at times, but at the end of the day. 
you got somebody that's not afraid of management, which I think A is the reason why he's not there anymore. Because I feel like he was starting to go at it with management while he won him out of there. Then there's also reports coming out now, which I heard about an hour ago, where some players were not on board with Brian Flores being the coach anymore. Me personally, again, it doesn't make sense for the Miami Dolphins to make this decision to let him go. Um, I understand that the whole point of war makes him out of the Buffalo Bills. Well, you can talk about the Buffalo Bills all you want and bring up a point about Buffalo. But at the end of the day, the Buffalo Bills were not the standard of the AFC East. They weren't the standard. The standard of the AFC East was the New England Patriots. And the facts are Brian Flores had a winning record against the New England Patriots that he, since he's been coaching on that team. That's the team. That was the team to beat. That was the team that, that you because the old coaches that you guys had before that couldn't get the job done, and they were fired as a result of that, Adam Gase. Um, he got a he got a good record. He got a he got a positive record versus the Patriots too. So let's not even let's not oh even. Oh my God! Can we not talk about Adam Gase? Hey, he did it. He brought it up. <laughs> now I'm, I'm gonna say this to you. I'm, I'm gonna say this to you. He won one game against Buffalo. He won two games against the Patriots. The Miami Miracle, right. and one other game. This man won three games back to back against this man. You understand what I'm saying, Devore? Yeah, I, and I don't you, think you, Brian you hang, you hang your hat on a coat snorting. I'm not, I'm not hanging my hat on anything. Yes, I'm hanging are, my hat on results. On Adam Gage. It's results, Quinte. Playoffs. Did he go that to was the, a fluky year? It doesn't matter. It's a it fluky year matter. for Brian Flores. You played trash teams, and you're saying that he's a good coach. Dude, are you played, saying the argument is you want schedule, you want right? Adam Gates over Brian Flores? Is that what that's you're not what I'm saying? Like everybody, this keep, is this is my keep, biggest pet peeve. Keep comparing them. I'm not comparing nobody. My biggest pet peeve when we sit down and we have the conversation about Miami okay, Dolphins coaches, these people, Miami Dolphins fans, they seem to be like and say. Adam Gaze was the worst Miami Dolphins head coach, but at the end of the day, he got the exact same record as Brian Flores and has a playoff appearance. On top of all of that, you have no right to sit here and say Brian Flores is a better coach. Until he, he is. You know, he, he, is. Cannot, you, Devore, he ain't Devore. take him to the playoffs, so you can't say you, that. Devore, let me say this to you real quick. That first year, they did that to him. They shredded, they they purged the um, the roster. Who no, did no, that? No. You listen to me, right? Who now. did that? They purged the, the who is um, they the roster, right? Who is they? They, pur- they traded everybody away. Who is they? That first year when he won no five games because they didn't want him to win no games. Who is they? No, no, wait, 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 wait. wait. Who is they? they? Didn't want him to win no games. Be specific. Who is they? Games, right? The second year he won ten. The third year he won nine. Adam Gaze won ten games one season. Seven, eight, seven, and eight. Come on now, dude. Be, be serious with yourself. Yeah, hey, okay, so you just, hold up, hold up. So you just broke down the facts. You, you wait, just wait, broke wait, down wait, the facts of Flores. We break down the facts for Gaze now. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. And then the defense sucked. Offense sucked besides one season. And you can't say nothing. You can't say nothing, dude. You can't I, listen, say that one season went to the playoffs. Listen, listen, I think divorce. What divorce said is because Adam Gates got them in the playoffs, I, he's better. That, that but you can't, matter. you can't go by that. I, you can't go by that. That's one season. Can't you? The next season. What, oh, what happened the next season, Quinte? You tell me what happened the next season. Tell me, Quinte, what happened? 
they had got Jay Cutler because everybody was. Why did they get Jay, Jay Cutler, Cutler to no Quinte? Why? You Why did they get Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler was a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, right? No, oh Ryan Tannehill. No, no, I know you just say sit up here and tell that bold face lie. Ryan Tannehill got hurt. Who lives down here? Said Jay Cutler was a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. So who why said that? You make it to the who play? said that? I never heard that. Every, I, ain't say every, that. I ain't say that. A lot am of people I, am I right or wrong, man? I ain't never said that's, that. I don't know why people you know, thought that. What I'm talking about. No, you Jay guys. Cutler. People are saying that you guys are saying that because you've already seen it how it worked out. But before Jay Cutler got arrived to the Miami Dolphins, Dolphins fans were super excited. And we're saying the same. <laughs> was, we're I'm all telling you, man. You don't live there. Yes, they were. I, that's crazy, man. If whoever thought that, they out they might tell you, bro. You don't say if you live down here, you know how I feel. You live far away. I would I wouldn't say they was excited. I would I'm probably say you, they bro, was they optimistic. Love it, they love Jay they Cutler, were uh, no, I would say optimistic because of the relationship that Jay Cutler had with, with gays and their history with each other. In, in Chicago, yeah, but that's, that, that wasn't Denver Jay Cutler. That Denver Jay Cutler was good. Chicago Jay Cutler was trash, and Miami Denver Jay Cutler, Cutler was, was good. He took him to the conference championship. That defense took man. That defense took him to the conference. Oh my god, I know we're not seeing did, did you did you watch? It the, did you matter. Did you he watch the game against it. the Packers? He didn't play. The man was on the sideline because he got the, hurt on the treadmill. He got hurt. He, he didn't look her. He looked good enough to play. Come on. Oh my God. Like see, see how we see how we always want to change it for each player and each it's coach. It's not changing. Jay Cutler. We always call a spade a spade. Call a spade a spade. And the whoever, end of the day, thank you, cheap jump scare. He's he's calling a spade of a spade. Who, whoever the hell was was cheering that Jay Cutler came to the Dolphins, all them crazy. Everybody we were optim. Like, I didn't I see that's that's Quinte who said that. I said they were optimistic. I'm it. They were optimistic because what they thought was. They was going to get a situation where Brett Favre went to the Vikings. And oh God. now you want to. They was, that's what it was. They they thought the only or the only coach that can get through to Jay Cutler was Adam Gaze. And they thought with, with Adam Gaze as the head coach with Jay Cutler, they thought that was going to be able to push them over the hump since they just got off of a 10 and 6 season and, a, and an AFC wild card loss. They can go take it to the next level and possibly make a push for the Super Bowl. That's what they were thinking. But obviously that didn't seem to be the case because Jay Cutler was his head was the not only, exactly in that. They should they should look at the Bears. The only thing that's going to save the only thing that's going to save the Miami Dolphins in terms of the whole Deshaun Watson thing because I think this puts a big damper on the Deshaun Watson thing. Um I feel like I I feel like the only thing that's going to the Miami Dolphins better hope that they get the offense of, of coordinator, uh, uh, the offensive coordinator from uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the enemy, in that in, as the head coach, because I don't see Deshaun Watson play, wanting to play for uh, play for any other coach other than somebody with an offensive mind and that's respected. I, okay. Especially as you coming from Bill O'Brien's system, I just don't see it working. Like it, it, oh. it needs to be somebody important. Okay, so question. Brian Flores is out. We don't like that he's out, but he's out. Who the hell Dolphins going to hire now? Whoever Deshaun Watson wants. Yeah. Deshaun Watson not coming. I'm trying to tell you that. Whoever Deshaun, Deshaun Watson right. wants. He's not coming. He's not coming to Whoever Miami. Whoever Deshaun Watson wants. He's coming to Miami. Whatever. That's not going to happen, bro. Whoever Deshaun Watson wants. Hey, you the can't sit here and tell me. The whole issue because Brian Flores and Tua didn't have a good relationship. It's because and Tua Chris Greer. 
in the in the owner Stephen Ross. They love Tua, and they, they want he just said that today Tua. Too. Yeah, that's why Tua played. They forced Tua into the game last year. They forced him. We were winning games for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they forced Tua in there to play. And guess what happened? We won ten games with Tua, but it wasn't because of Tua. It was because of the fucking defense. Just like right, right, and then on top of that, you gotta also remember. Let's not give Tua all the props on that on those victories, man. Ryan Fitzpatrick played a huge impact on that team last year. Yes, remember the whole Tua yeah. versus Fitzpatrick ordeal that was going on. There was could no we Tua versus Fitzpatrick in like, my head. Could we stop <laughs> acting like Tua is the savior of Miami? He is fucking <laughs> This guy, and I'm on record saying this: when the Miami Dolphins drafted Tua. I was on record by a social media when they announced that they were drafting by Tua Tagovailoa, and that was because the pressure from the fans putting the pressure on the organization to get Tua. For the entire year, all we heard in the city of Miami, in terms of the sports wire, was tank for Tua, tank for Tua, tank for Tua. Uh-huh. Bruh, it was uh-huh. evident that Tua was not going to work. It's not. I don't care what Miami says. I'm on record saying this: Tua is not going to work. In Miami. Now, I will say this know- though, mm-hmm. he needs somebody that can, with a, with an offensive mind. So maybe that's why the organization moved on for Brian Flores because they maybe thought that Flores guy. Yeah. wasn't giving him the, enough support offensively to help him out. But even offensively, I don't think Tua is going to get the job done because he's soft. S O F T. And I'm saying it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Capital T, soft. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is unless the Dolphins change their culture. They got to change their culture, man. The Stephen Ross, I don't know. I won't say he's a bad owner, but he's he has. He's a bad owner, decision. dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it before, but he's a bad owner, dude. And that's a bad decision because every time Jim Harbaugh, one of the Harbaugh's, said they want to come back and coach the one who was in Michigan. This always happens, bro. He did the same shit to Stony Soprano. The yeah. same thing, bro. The same thing. But only thing different, he came back and gave Soprano, you know, a, a extension to say, I'm sorry, brother. But he did this, and that man burnt us last time. Let, let me just say, um, Flores <laughs> you know right? is not. He burnt us two times before. <laughs> he did. Flores is not going to be the 49ers. He, he was thinking mm-hmm. about coming to the Dolphins. He burnt <laughs> us then and went to Michigan. <laughs> Come on now, dude. Come on now, dude. Quinte, why are you surprised? Last week we had a private conversation about this. <laughs> this is sad, man. This is sad. <laughs> this is so this is this is so this is bad on all levels, bro. This is bad. And you know what? Just looking at the other side of this, I think it might be a blessing for Brian Flores. Hey, get the hell out of Miami. Go for another team. I say he goes to the Bears or the Jaguars. Those are two teams, in my opinion. Bears or the Jaguars. Probably the Jaguars if he wants to stay in Florida. You know, with the you know, it's cheaper here. Okay, so I'm I'm reading I'm reading Cheap Jump Scares uh, comment here, and he's uh, talking about the Bobby Dolphins needs of an offensive line. Uh you know, I my see my answer to that is now cheap jump scare is you knew the Dolphins need an offensive line before you drafted two and you decided to draft two anyway. So at the end of the well, day, see, here's the thing though. I mean, I'm sorry to cut you off the board, but 
I mean, you, yeah, I, I, I get what you. I agree with you about the offensive line, the addressing the offensive line. The Miami Dolphins desperately need help in the help the, with the offensive line. I'll give you that, but all you need is an anchor on the offensive line to have an identity. As you can see, recently this season with the Cincinnati Bengals, they were able to pull it off with, with hiding their their deficiencies on the offensive line because they came up with a very uh, complex system that they have in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I think I think Miami needs to just realize they need to put up points in order to maintain the pace. I'm just surprised at the fact that they would get rid of Flores after the performance that he put on against the Patriots. It's very shocking that they, this guy is not the head coach of the Miami Dolphins anymore. Because look, look what they just did to the Patriots, bro. They, that's not just anything, bro. That's not just anything that he just that they, the Miami Dolphins just did. They just beat the Patriots forty-one to what ten? I think it was 33-24. I'm sorry, my apologies. That it. was another game. I'm so sorry, my bad. But you know what I'm saying. That, that, I wouldn't that, read too that, much that, into it. Well, hey, I mean, hey, I, I don't think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, this is yeah. I'm just saying. I can't believe I'm this emotional about the decision and i'm not even a dolphins fan i don't like uh-huh. the dolphins and i think that's why i'm so emotional behind it because this is just to me this is just another example of why they just don't want to they don't they don't want to win in my opinion because i just i don't get it bro i don't get this decision now I don't get it, it either, all man. makes sense once we find out who's going to be coaching them it all makes sense then whenever we find out who's coaching them it'll make sense but whoever they're going to bring in needs to be a high-profile name because there's no way that you decide to move on from Brian Flores and you don't have somebody in mind that you really believe is going to push the Miami Dolphins to the, to the next step. Because regardless of what, what happened, I still think that Brian Flores was another year away from making the Miami Dolphins a legit contender in this conference and in the NFL. I really do believe that. But we'll see. And don't get another defensive guy. Get an offensive-minded guy to help out. If you, if two is going to be the guy, get a guy that's, that's, that's offensive-minded. That's bad when your defense is already good. You fucking up the defense. Just keep you Josh just Boyer. You'll be all right. Of your defense, just, you just keep the defense the same. You don't have to keep, change anything. Keep Josh Boyer. You'll be all right. Josh Boyer was the reason why he lost those seven games. He's the reason why we lost the seven games. Brian Flores, remember the first seven games, he didn't have no cards or nothing in his hands. And at the last, those those seven games we won, he took over the defensive play caller. You you do, do not notice that. Well, I also did notice our top cornerbacks weren't playing in, in some of them first of the seven games that we played either. About four of them, I think. Yeah, yeah but if you it makes a pressure, big difference. I mean, I'm gonna say this to you, boss man. If if you can get pressure, man, you can be out there playing quarter. Yeah, I know that, <laughs> but that's the philosophy you believe in, though. You believe in I having believe good in corners and having suspect pressure. pass rush. I believe in pressures and covering for four seconds. Yeah, I hear you. I you definitely, I definitely hear you. you. Always have a chance on defense. I, I wanted to go back to Jonathan Deal's comment before we end up moving on to some of these other head culture fires. Uh, I'm gonna pull it up for y'all. It says Joe Philbin, Adam Gaze, and Tony Sperano are all former assistant Dolphin Dolphins coaches. Well, all assistant. Assistant Dolphins, please get a proven coach with a track record. So if we were to predict the future here, 
what's a what's a possible good head coach with a track record? What's up? What, what about the coach when we won the Super Bowl for the Eagles? He's still he out of a job, right? What about getting him? Doug I Peterson, he was innovative. Doug, Doug Peterson, Peterson. Yeah, what's, what's, and, and and he's an offensive guy too. So if you're gonna, I mean, it'll work with work with um, uh, what's his name? I hope he our, doesn't want to work with too. Actually, you know what? That might be a good fit because that might be a good the fit. whole RP, <coughs> the whole RPO scheme that they would they would two of the run so bad. I feel I, like I Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, for that. offensive coordinator from the Steelers, offensive coordinator from the Steelers. Mm. I'm telling you, what's the offensive coordinator for the Steelers' name? Matt have you watched the office? Have you have you watched the Steelers' offense this year? <laughs> They're not good offensively. I hear you. I definitely hear you. But outside of that, really, what's what's another good head coaching candidate with a resume? Brian Leftwich is always out there if he wants to get a head coaching job. I he doesn't want to coach to it, man. He doesn't want to coach to it? Okay. <laughs> he doesn't want to coach to it. So I, 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 I strongly believe he is the guy for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's like the perfect fit. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, him being drafted by the Jaguars, mm-hmm. taking the Jaguars to the playoffs, they kind of let did them a little dirty when they ended up cutting them. But uh, <laughs> comes back as the head coach, I feel like that's that's a, that's a, that's a perfect that's a perfect fit right there. Um, but I did want to go ahead and move on to the Minnesota Vikings that ended up uh, firing their head coach. What? Finally, finally, that guy's gone. But go ahead, continue. Firing Mike Zimmer, the head coach, and they fired the general manager, uh, Rick Spielman. Uh, where, where, where is our head at as far as that's concerned? It's about damn time. It's, it's, it's about, it's about time, man. Like that, that guy's. He's, a, he's one of those guys that's a better coordinator than head coach. He's not a leader, man. He's a good strategist. He should just go back to coordinating. Coaching is not his thing. It just isn't. I, I think we need to we need to take a step back when we when we talk about Mike Zimmer because he has taken the Vikings to the playoffs, I believe, three times. And you gotta think about it. They play in a very, very competitive division with the Green Bay Packers. They are the apex predator in the NFC North and the Chicago Bears at one point in time. They were pretty competitive. And then you have the Minnesota Vikings dwindling around there somewhere. So I feel like the for the for the job that he did for Minnesota, I feel like I'm not going to sit here and say that he's not a head he's not head coach worthy, but as far as his time there, it ran its course, and it's time for a new voice in Minnesota, considering the fact that they missed the playoffs uh, in the 2021 season. So, do you think do you think he'll jump and within the division get that Bears job or no? Uh, I th- I could see him uh, possibly getting a defensive coordinator job somewhere. Possibly, I don't think. Actually, you know what? I, I, I Do you think he's better than Dan Campbell as a head coach? Yeah, as a head coach, I think it's a little premature to say this, but uh, yes, he is better than Dan Campbell as a head coach. Oh, um, I don't know. I tend to disagree on that, but it's 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 close. It's close. They're close. Come on now, G. Two playoff appearances. I can't. You can't argue with two playoff appearances. That's, and also, that's true. 
and also coaching one of the best defenses of all time. He has that on his resume too as well. So can't can't argue with that. You, you can't argue what, with it. I mean, you can't, but um I, again, I just think he's a better coordinator than coach if we're talking about Mike Zimmer. Okay. So let's go ahead and move on to what we got left. Vic Vangio in in for the Denver Broncos. He was fired too. Yes, he says, sir. He was fired today too. So yeah. my thing is I think that was premature too for me. I thought I thought they should have given him another another year. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you on that one because you look at the, the roster, you know. With the lack of with the lack of quarterback success with Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. Going back and forth between the two, one starting one week, yeah, and 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 the whole COVID year last year too, like I feel like that that COVID year last year that was detrimental to a lot of quarterbacks coming in last year because you had no preseason and you barely mm-hmm. and you barely practiced too as well. So um, I feel like that 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 stopped a lot of quarterbacks from developing last year. Um, but I guess you can't sit here and make that excuse because Joe Burrow turned out fine and, and, and Justin Herbert turned out fine. But a lot of guys like Drew Locke, I'll even throw two in the conversation too as well, didn't develop quite well. And I, I think that 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 also plays a big factor with the Denver Broncos and the lack of success with at the quarterback position. Because I feel like at this particular point, the Denver Broncos are literally just a quarterback away before they're actually legitimate playoff team yeah they are and and i think we were all high on um on on drew lock too i think you were high on drew lock i was high on drew lock i had you know hope for him and he unfortunately had a bad season but i think if they have a i think they need a coach that has energy and and, you know maybe give them some um some more different type of plays i think drew lock can be good i just think he just need a a better offensive minded coach maybe a different offensive coordinator but we'll see Who's who's out there? That's an offensive minded coach. The, the, okay, we talked about what's his name? The guy from uh, Kansas City. He, we talk about Eric Bieniemy. We could talk about Pep Hamilton. Uh, <coughs> Josh was, McDaniels, uh, or he he doesn't want to be a coach anymore. I'm gonna be completely 100 with you. I would try to stay away from all New England Patriots, Patriots. Yeah. Uh, coaches moving forward, except like if if we're going if we're gonna go back to about the New England Patriots. Ex New England Patriot players and personnel. I if if anybody I would give credit to right now, I gotta give credit to Mike Vrabel because yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Vrabel is literally doing his thing in Tennessee. When it comes down to it, Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans last year, and they got into the playoffs. This year, Arthur Smith is now the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, and they had to bring in another offensive offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. I don't I didn't know his name off the top of my head at this particular moment. But they uh, they Tennessee Titans are back in the playoffs again even due to the injuries that they had on that team throughout the course of the season. So, you got to give credit where credit is due. I feel like out of all Bill Belichick's disciples, even if you don't want to call Mike Vrabel the actual disciple, I feel like he did a hell of a Why job with the Tennessee Titans. Because I, 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 he's a former player. He's not it's a still, former it's still, coach. It's still the same. You know, all coming from the Bill Belichick tree. So I would call him a disciple. I mean, you know, Brian Flores, Josh McDaniels. I don't even know anyone else in the NFL. 
is um out there on the Bill Belichick right now. A lot of them got fired or don't have a job. But you know, back in the day, Charlie Weiss, uh, what was the guy's name? The defensive coordinator, the black guy. What was his name with the mustache? Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell. Yeah, all them, all them guys on the Bill Belichick, they do well when they go out there on their own, except Josh McDaniels. He kind of flopped a little bit, but I think, I think if you give him another chance, he'll probably do better since he learned from that experience. But yeah, all of the Bill Belichick guys, they, they all seem to, to, you know, to do well on their own for the most part. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Buddha Milk Dud in the comment section. Also, shout out to Gators, uh, Rock Tim in the comment section too as well. Uh, but uh, last but not least, what do we miss? Mac Nagy and the head coach of the Chicago Bears and the general manager Ryan Pace out of Chicago. Um, Matt That's Nagy was Mike Zimmer situation. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say. Um, Mike uh, Matt Nagy had a winning record with the Chicago Bears. I believe he was like one game above 500 or something like that. But they had some serious issues as far as front office front office uh, decisions. Where we 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 could take this back to the whole situation with the Chicago Bears passing on drafting Deshaun Watson, and end up going in a different direction by drafting Mitchell Trubisky um, and other head scratching decisions with the Chicago Bears, but if we're being, if we being 100 with each other, I would think that the Chicago Bears would probably be the most appealing. I I don't know. I take that back. I take that back. Probably. I, no, no, probably. What, what other team would be more appealing than the Bears? I think the Dolphins, either the Dolphins or the Jaguars are probably the most appealing because of the fact of how much cap space they have. They're like the one are in the top, top five as far as cap space is concerned. So, I would definitely either go with the Jags or the Dolphins, but I'll be more, I'll be more to, toward leaning to the Jaguars because I, I actually sat down because I remember me and Banksy, you had this conversation last week uh, when we talked about the Jaguars roster. When you sit down, mm. and you look at it, you have two they got a decent roster. Yeah, they got a decent roster. Two, two, two great running backs, potentially great running backs. You have a possible franchise quarterback. Offensive line is coming together. You have two good receivers in DJ Chark and, and Marvin Jones, even though DJ Chark, he had a season into injury. And the defense is coming along, too, as well, with Josh Allen as the pass rusher, Miles Jack at the linebacker position, and the secondary needs a little bit needs a little bit of tweaking. But, and um, the space on the salary crop to bring in more players. So, yeah, I, I think Jaguars are the most intriguing team. If you're, if you're a free agent head coach, if, you know, that makes sense. I, yes. if, if I'm a coach, I would want to go to the Jaguars because they, they have a bright future. But the Bears, they have the defense in place. They just, they just need to fix that offensive line. My God. They almost got that young boy killed this year. Oof. The Bears are in prime position, though, to take over that division. And I think they know it. Um, and that's why they're trying to get that quarterback position down packed because that's that's really what's holding the, the Bears back. That and the and, and it's, it's the, the the Bears situation and the Miami Dolphins situation is strikingly identical. Like, except for the fact that I'm going to be honest with you, I'm taking Justin Fields over two or nine times out of ten, in my opinion. I really yeah. believe in this kid. I think Justin Fields is a really good quarterback. He just needs uh, somebody that can fit his system. And Matt Nagy, unfortunately, is just not that guy. You can see it. I don't. I mean, that move didn't make sense for them to draft because he doesn't seem like a Matt Nagy type of quarterback. But uh, I feel like they. They, they, if they can get somebody in there that knows what to do and, and knows how to call, uh, you know, some RPOs 
It's a read option. I even said the same thing about two. Remember last season, what I recommended for the, the Miami Dolphins, their offense, the, I think the offense they need to run in order for Tua to succeed. I said that the Dolphins need to implement a read option because it it may, it gives Tua that threat of running the ball, but you got a guy that's made out of paper and that doesn't like to get hit. So, <laughs> whereas with Justin Fields, you got a guy that don't he doesn't, he doesn't care about getting hit. He he's about that contact life. So you need mm-hmm. to you need to implement that in that offense so you can open up the passing game vertically so you can get you can get behind guys. Allen Robinson is a nice guy. Uh, Mooney, that's another really good guy. They got two decent running backs. They just got to get their offensive line situated and a good offensive quarter that's competent enough that knows how to call plays. And the Bears are in prime position. Do they also, need the anything on Vikings defense? Is another team too. Yeah. Do they need anything on defense? The Bears or they're set? No, nah, the Bears are okay. The Bears are okay defensively. The Bears are okay defensively. Are they the best? No, but they they compete. Uh, that defense is the reason why they stayed in a lot of games this past season. Their defense, uh, their defense kept them very close in a lot of games. Um, you got Robert Quinn coming off probably the best season he's ever had. Uh, I mean, I know he's getting older, but you know, then you got to also think about the fact that they didn't have Khalil Mack for a, a large part of the season, and that defense was still competing. It just so happened that they got to go against guys like Aaron Rodgers and, and Kirk Cousins in, in that division. It's not <laughs> easy because those guys can light it up, you know? They put it up really big numbers. Kirk so, Well, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you, didn't say, you didn't cut this hating <laughs> stuff out for Kirk Cousins, man. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Kirk, I don't Kirk care what Cousins anybody says. When this man literally throws on average for 4,000 yards and 30-plus touchdowns per year, you got to put him in that category of a top-10 quarterback. Okay, yeah, he's sure. a good quarterback. Yeah, he's definitely top ten in my opinion. I think he, I really think he earned it this year. Like he really earned that spot this year. It's just they got Mike Zimmer as their head coach, and well, it, the Minnesota situation was long overdue. I feel like Mike Zimmer should have been fired two years ago. That's just my mm. opinion. This is long overdue. <laughs> he should have been gone a long time ago. Uh, I don't know what it is about that Cincinnati Bengals. And he was a part of that whole Marvin Lewis thing too. Just to let you know, but he was part of that that whole Marvin Lewis thing too. So. It's long overdue. Get him out of there. Get somebody else with some new identity that's going to come in. And first off, we work me. on that. Work on that defense, which is which doesn't make sense because Mike Zimmer is known as a defensive guy, and their defense was just non-existent. Like they had issues on the defensive line with injuries. The linebackers had injuries. The cornerbacks could not stop nobody. Like Patrick mm-hmm. Peterson is just he just need to hang it up because he or even go to safety or something because he's he's just getting i'm sorry to interrupt y'all real quick but i did want to shout out black empire for the five dollar donation man appreciate you coming through man appreciate that man you pay some bills today brother uh but i'm sorry go ahead keep what were you saying no but i'm just saying like i think i think the vikings have a, a pretty solid defense well, not, no, I'm sorry, not a solid defense. They have a really solid offense that's going to be able to put up points. They need some help on the defensive side of things. They need, especially in the secondary. If I'm the Vikings, I'm looking at some some corners to come in and help us out immediately. Whether it's a big-name free agent, maybe Xavier Howard, or you know something that can help them in the secondary. Because outside of Harrison Smith, what do they have? Nothing. I mean, they keep getting all these experimental guys. Remember Trey Waynes and 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 what's the other kid name that played corner? Uh, Mackenzie Alexander and you name it, and it's just not working. Like it, it, 
didn't work. Like the Vikings have a defensive problem. If the if the Vikings defense can play a little bit better, they're a contender. They can actually compete with Green Bay. There were literally four or five games that they literally blown because of their defense this year. Oh man! Because somebody got Empire beat down there. Yeah. Oh yeah! Shout out to Black Empire again, man. Dropping a two dollar donation. My bad. Give it a day. We definitely appreciate that. But uh, go ahead, Banks. I'm sorry. No, that was that was it, man. I mean, and then you also got to think my my team that I think is going to get better. I think I'm expecting, and that NFC North division, I'm expecting the to see the Lions really take a jump next year because. They, there's. I don't know if people are paying attention, but the Lions have really played some good football this year. Dan they Campbell really is turning that team around. You can see it happening. You can see, even Jared Goff is starting. He looked. Jared Goff looked like a competent quarterback this year. Oh like he looked like, he like he took it personally. <laughs> we let him go. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying. Hey, you see what no, happens? But, uh, let me, oh, 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 gee, let me just say this, and I'm gonna let you go. I'm only gonna take two okay. seconds. You see how there's like no expectation for players, and there's no pressure whatsoever, and they play well. Let's see when the Lions are actually in playoff contention. Then we go revisit this conversation. But go ahead, G. No, but I, I, I I've, I've, I've said it. I've said it all year. The Lions have actually played in almost every single game and been in almost every single game, and they. They messed everybody's ticket up this year because, you know, everybody picked against the Lions. But I agree with Banks. I think the Lions have a bright future. I think that um, – I think surprisingly, because it may sound crazy, I think the Jets might have a good team next season because they also play hard every now and then. The Falcons maybe can change it around, but definitely the Lions. I can see that. Well, I'm not going to be on the Falcons bandwagon at all until they get ready, until they find a way to move on from Matt Ryan, which is damn near impossible. But <laughs> with that and, with and, that contract, <laughs> and then and, and then the the owner has came out and publicly said that they're keeping Matt Ryan next season. So, oh wow, I, I don't know. He said it today. He's like he's standing. Matt Ryan would be in Atlanta Falcon another year. Like so, hey, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I guess we're gonna see about that one. Uh, is there any other possible head coaching firings that you guys see in the next week or so? By the time well, we know, playoffs? we know it's not going to be Mike Tomlin. But um, well, oh, another desirable, uh, another desirable <laughs> location. Well, we know Mike Tomlin ain't going to win. But another desirable location is the Denver Broncos. We haven't talked enough about the Denver Broncos. That's probably that That's is true. probably the best coaching destination yeah. available right now. Honestly, the wait, Denver even Broncos, more than the Jaguars. Yes, absolutely. Yes. They got they got their roster is loaded. They're, they just need a quarterback. They have a really good mm. football team. They just need a quarterback. Like seriously, they need somebody to come in there and just I I I e a Russell Westbrook or a Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Wilson. Deshaun Watson, um Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I mean Deshaun Watson. Um that's why I think Deshaun Watson is gonna be playing football next year. I think Deshaun Watson is going to end up probably going to Denver, which I would I would love to see that Denver Bronco offense with those receivers that they have, the running backs that they have. Oh my God, it'd be just a sight to see. Like, don't don't sleep on John Elway, man. He's he's done some he's done some things before in the past. Don't sleep on that. Or maybe Russell 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 uh, Wilson Russell, Russell Wilson. Maybe Russell Wilson finds a way out of the league. I mean, not the league, but Seattle, and ends up in 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 Denver or. Or maybe, I mean, does Aaron Rodgers even go to Denver? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's a possibility. I say the, 
I say the best the best uh, choice is Watson. Get Watson. He's still young. He still has at least 10 to 12 years to be in the league and be great. The the Miami Watson to Miami is not happening. Well, y'all need to let that go. Two is going to be the guy from now on. Watson is going to Denver. I'm telling you that that's the best. That's the the most likely outcome, in my opinion. We'll see what happens when this new head coach come in and start making his demands. Okay, if I take this job, Tua can't come. He he got to go. Tua got to go. We got to. We... <laughs> that ain't gonna happen, yeah. Pippen. That ain't gonna happen. We, 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 we <laughs> We ain't gonna have we gonna have time we ain't gonna have time talk about the playoff matchups. Uh yeah, I did. Well, before we do that though, I do want to touch on the Pittsburgh. Shout out to Shake Money in the chat, man. Well, Shake. Yeah, what's up, Shake? I did want to talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers because they did end up creeping into the playoffs. They did. They sure did. (laughs) They they creeped into the playoffs, and I gotta give credit where credit is due. They literally they found ways to win football. It survives. Stay yeah. above water. How about that? Stay yeah. above water. <laughs> because they, they had literally have no business in the playoffs. And I'm with Quinta on this one. I really wanted to see the Chargers in the playoffs over the, the Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, hey, better luck next year for the Chargers. But I'm going to go ahead and give credit where credit is due for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That doesn't I'll, – I'll, I'll go ahead and give Mike Thomas a little bit of respect, well, a little bit more respect. Uh, look- Okay. A little well, bit the, more reason why, the reason why the Steelers made the playoffs is because the Colts, man. The Colts. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. The Colts okay. okay. Well, they, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Yeah, thank you for bringing that to my attention. The Indianapolis Colts. They blew my ticket. Hey, Indianapolis <laughs> Colts is who I thought they were. That's who I thought they were. You know. At the beginning of the season. Quinte. They, they are who I thought they were. You give a Quinte too much credit. But uh, it's, it's I'm not. <laughs> bro, what I said about the quarterback, he was trash, right? He, oh, okay, that's the no, no, no. See, no, no, no. He wasn't trash. He, he wasn't is trash. not trash. Well, what what stop, did he stop. do? What did he do when they needed him the most? He, he fumbled and he bed. threw a pick. He shed yeah. the bed. Okay, what happened to the running game that game? They shed the bed. I'm just saying, they who they I thought they were, the Dolphins <laughs> of the South. They're not the Dolphins of the South. They're not the Dolphins of the South. Let's be completely 100 with you. We're going to sit here and we're going to compare the teams that the Indianapolis Colts played and the Miami Dolphins teams played. And you can see the big difference between the level of competition that the Colts had to play. They, they yeah, but how do you win How do you win the bag against how do you win the bag against the Jaguars? Well, the they they are they I think they said they're like 0 13 in Jacksonville since 2014. <sighs> That's sad. It's very, it's awesome. very sad. But these are the type of games where you be like, these are divisional games. We see these guys two times a year. These this games can go either way. It's no, mm-hmm. I understand that. But these are the games that could go either way. And unfortunately, the Indianapolis Colts they they nah, turned the ball that. over that's... early, and and it ended mm-hmm. up going in the in the Jacksonville Jaguars that's, that's... direction. There's no excuse. They they choked. They choked that game. That was yeah. their chance to win the game, get in the playoffs. And battle for the battle for the championship. That was your chance. That was your moment. And they just completely just wet the bed. They just they just choked. <laughs> I, eleven hey, points. Eleven. I'm with you. Jet the bed. Remember I told you, the end of this. I would go. You should make a montage. What I said to the little white boy. <laughs> you should make a montage. Don't worry, they'll be back. I just talked to them last week. They'll be back. They they are who I thought they were. <laughs> Also, shout out to Blade in the comment section, man. Appreciate you coming through. Um, was there any other? Oh, 
Banks, you still there? Yes, sir. Okay. I know I said we go a couple one more game. The Rams. They went to bed yesterday. I mean, that's fine. Uh, oh, 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 hey, we we just we just evaluating the game. We're not looking at the playoffs yet. The playoffs is the next segment, obviously. But we just strictly just talk about the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams and how the Ram, excuse me, the Forty Nineers just took over the game in the second half. The Forty Nineers look like they wanted it more. On, I blame it on eighty-five percent on on Raheem Morris, who I want fired. I'm just going to say that on the record. I want Raheem Morris removed as a defensive coordinator as a, for the, the, the Los Angeles Rams. And I also need to call out my head coach, Sean McVay. He needs to sit his hyper ass down um, <laughs> and stop running his ass off the field because teams hate that shit. And it just gives them extra motivation during the game. You don't do that stuff during the game. Sean McVay needs to stay his ass on the sideline. Stop running onto the field when we do something good. Be a head coach, have some dignity, have some respect, and stay your ass on the sidelines. Stop doing that because it just triggered the 49ers. Then you turn around on third and one. On third and one, you go from shotgun, shotgun, on third and one. I rest my case. But you know what? I can't complain. The Rams finished off with a great record. We won the NFC West after being doubted all season long. We went an entire month of November without winning a damn game. Everybody was coming after me all the time because we didn't win the game. And then somehow we still end up winning the NFC West. The NFC West is the hardest division in football. It's too close to call in most situations. We literally, for the last three or four years in this division, we found out the division winner on the very final week of the season. So it's too premature to say who's going to win that division. Premature. So, but, you know, we got a big game coming into the playoffs next week against – uh. Well, not next week, but this week against Arizona. We'll see how that works out. That's basically okay. another divisional game, third matchup in a row. So, right? so, so let's let's so let's go ahead and go and look into some of these these uh these playoff matchups. I don't want to get too deep into them because we have on Wednesday our betting odds and spreads for the wild card weekend. But right. we got obviously Banks just said the the Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, excuse me, the, no, 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 Arizona Cardinals no, no, no. at the Rams. Excuse me. And then you have the San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys, and you had the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I see one upset already. Um, 49ers over Cowboys. I think the 49ers are going to win on the road. The Steelers and Chiefs, the Steelers defense, can they stop that offense? I don't see that happening. I think on, the Chiefs man. win that. It's about to be – I saw a meme on Facebook say it is about to be a uh, – it's about to be an ass whooping in Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think the Steelers might get blown out. Um, okay. To nobody's surprise, honestly, that that's 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 going to be a massacre. Um, you you guys always say that, and it's always the other way around. Just like y'all said against the Jets and the Buccaneers, that you just never know. Any, any oh, Sunday, oh, oh, I'm, no, I'm not saying the Steelers can win. I'm just saying I I don't think it's going to be a beatdown, but they're going to win by at least eight eight to ten points. That's wow. a beat down, G. <laughs> I feel this going to be beatdown. close. It's going to be close. Big Ben going to play his best game. Gonna and, play that, and that's a beat down. Okay, that's so what about the Eagles, Eagles and the Buccaneers? Eagles, that's, that's a beat, beat down. down, too. That's, that's not a beat down. Actually, you know what? No, because Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, they're not exactly ha- healthy right now. 
Oh, so I could see the Philadelphia and, and the Eagles coming in there, so, and, the, mm-hmm. and the Eagles hanging around with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then Tom Brady has to do Tom Brady things and go drive down the field and score a game winning touchdown, or they're gonna kick a field goal or something with two minutes, two minutes and some change left on the clock. That's the safe bet. Again, I don't expect us to win, but the fact that we made the playoffs is amazing. What you mean you don't Again, expect yourself to win? You, you, you're an Eagles fan. You I be, want us to win. I want us to win. But you gotta on. be, we're going to beat, the, we're going to go into Tampa Bay and we're going to beat the Buccaneers. I, I, That's I, what I, I need for, you to say. I, I didn't I hear you for Wednesday. I, I save it for Wednesday. Save it for Wednesday. The best game on this ticket on in the wild card, surprisingly, might be the Raiders and the Bengals. I think that's going to be a good game. The which one? Raiders and the Bengals. Raiders at Cincinnati. That's an ass beat too. Nah, 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 I don't think so. I, I don't think the Raiders are talented enough to compete with the Cincinnati Bengals, to be honest. Yeah, but the Cincinnati Bengals defense isn't all that either. So it's okay. Bengals can sco- uh, score a lot of points. Shout out to Trey in the comment section too, as well. But, um, What's the other matchup? What's there's one more that we forgot? Okay, um, so you got the um, you got the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills, and oh, that one, that's that's the one, that's the one. See that game, that's the toss up right there. I don't know who. I mean, the safe bet would be the, the Patriots, but Buffalo's beat them last time. They won a division. It's the Patriots, man. I'm giving it to the Patriots. I, I strongly believe. This is a this was, was kind of like this this rumor that was going around after the game, the second game that they played, that the New England Patriots they were holding back some of the little wrinkles, uh, what they Stay really want to use for the play, yeah, for the playoffs, which that's, that's <coughs> that is not irregular for the New England Patriots to do. So we're gonna see. We're probably gonna see the New England Patriots come out and have Mac Jones throw the ball fifty times, and they end up blowing out the Buffalo Bills or something like that. Y'all agree with 49ers over Cowboys or no? Yes, the Cowboys trash. (laughs) (laughs) What about the Cardinals and the Rams? We all sure they look like trash on Saturday, though. That's a toss up. No, I'm gonna say this to you about the Cowboys. They play all the sorry teams, and don't forget, half the players were sitting out. Yeah, remember that on the Eagles, yeah. Yes, so I don't want to hear that. I didn't, I didn't even watch that game because I knew we, we didn't have nothing to play for. We I'm just being 100 with you. He always looks yeah. good. He plays a mediocre team. You'll see. That's that we definitely can agree on. Um, <laughs> I will I will say we always end, end up making that excuse for Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. They look good against mediocre teams, but when it comes to play with the big boys and playoff teams – Dak Prescott shrinks under pressure, but I can't say that about Brian Flores, though. But anyway, but anyway, let me say this: this (laughs) (laughs) talking about a player and a coach, right? What's the difference? It's a difference. I'm gonna say this to you: I I can't, I can't get mad at you because how you feel. I don't agree with it, but as a Dolphin fan, well, a a former Dolphin fan. (laughs) That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is very this is sad, bro. Cause this has been happening for a long time. This is sad. We need Wayne. We need Wayne Hazinga to come out the grave and pick a coach. Even though he was mm-hmm. cheap as hell, they need to let me. They need to let me pick the coach. How about that? They need to let me pick the coach. I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this to you, bro. Who who can be our coach? Who? Nobody. I, hey, if depend. Okay. 
we got i'm gonna say we're gonna we're gonna extend this podcast for like another 10 minutes so <laughs> okay. you could give me a scenario would you want me to keep to it or drop to it drop them at this scenario what the, what they just did they're keeping to they are yeah I don't know. I, 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 Mike Banks said, it shouldn't. Hey, hey, like, like you said earlier, Banks, we going to see who they bring in here, and that's going to be the telltale side of what they going to do. Okay, you're going to bring I another think. assistant coach. Being to me as an assistant coach doesn't have head coach experience. But that but that scenario was no, 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 to no, no, accommodate no, no. Hey, 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 Deshaun Watson. Get, I'm going to say this to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you think they had a problem with Brian Flores being too headstrong, a bully, and all this crap, what you think they're going to have with the enemy? They said, okay, this is what it sounds like to me with Brian Flores. This is like one of those my way or the highway type of coaches where I kind of peeped it when we end up having a conversation about Minka Fitzpatrick. You mean to tell me your best player on defense, you can't accommodate him where you, you can't can accommodate this to you, dude. When you're a new coach, you cannot accommodate one player because everybody's gonna want to be accommodated. Okay, you so gotta, my but you but I'm your, uh, you gotta set your footprint up front, you gotta set your dominance up front. What you think Bill Belichick did? But he's not Bill dumb- Belichick, Quinte. He is an unproven I'm, I'm, coach. Bill Belichick has six Super Bowl rings. No, you no, cannot no, compare the two. About, I'm talking about. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Cleveland Browns. Bill Belichick. When he didn't have no effing cachet, nothing. He was another young coach giving him a chance. And guess what they did? They fired him, and it was becoming good. And they they got rid of the team that became the Baltimore Ravens. Then he went to the, the the Jets. He quit the Jets and went to the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? He was about to get fired. You know what, Quinte? We no, no, back, no, 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 no. Quinte, we can sit here and have this conversation all you want, but all I got, all I got, is a nice little track record of former New England Patriot coaches that have not had success in the league. But um, name all. It's only it's, it's only one. It's Josh McDaniels. What are you talking about? Only yeah. one. What? Yeah, only one. Eric Mangini, Josh McDaniels, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill O'Brien, Romeo Cornell. Romeo uh, Cornell had success. He had a little. Romeo Cornell, Bill O'Brien had success. Bill O'Brien yeah. had success. Yes, he did. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Man, that's he the, the that's the captain of mediocre. If you ask me, it's the captain of mediocre. But he went to the playoffs more than Dolphins. Okay, okay, you're, you're, okay, you're, okay, your boy, okay. Your boy, your boy, Mike Vrabel is doing good with Tennessee. Mike, see, now. that's the thing. I can't, Mike Vrabel is the only one. He is the only one. So we're not going to sit here and try to make it seem like Brian Flores wasn't a successful coach, bro. Like, come on, bro. He's not a like, successful coach. Like, that's what he's doing. Come on, man. Come on, man. What you mean? See, like, what? What? Boy, what okay. are you saying? What do we let? Okay, see, this is where I have a problem. Oh, I'm, I'm actually a question. Where do we measure? But Where do we leave, measure good coach question. and bad coach? Where do we measure that question. at? Because it seems like the goalpost keeps getting moved. Let me, let me ask you a question before <laughs> I leave. You know, man, you love um, Marvin Lewis. But Marvin Lewis had a, a franchise quarterback, Carson Palmer, and a second tier um, quarterback in uh, Durant. And, right? and, and he Andy won Dalton. with those players, right? Correct. Who did who did Brian Flores have as his, as his franchise quarterback? Every coach who's successful in the league has a franchise quarterback. 
Did, did he have a franchise quarterback? No. That's why I can't I can't gauge him on that. He did not want him. He wanted the big white boy who played for the LA Chargers. But they said, no, we're gonna get the brittle the brittle Samoan. Mm. Right? Agreed. Okay, so, so when so on, so so when Banks is here and says his things about Marvin Lewis and he had to deal with Mike Ditka and deal with all these other quarterbacks that he had to deal with, we don't think about that. We just look at wins and losses. That's what it comes down to: wins and losses and playoffs appearances. That's what we look at. I'm gonna say this to you: that's what that's that's the standard. What do you mean? If you take away that first year, the last two years he has a winning record. That first year was not on him. It was the front office that got rid of all the players. I think in that press conference, I believe they said Brian Flores will be in charge of all player personnel. He was, I'm gonna say this to you. All player you personnel. Believe, if you believe that, you I don't know what to say about you, bro. What you mean if I believe that you don't if know you what to say about that, it? I don't know what to say about you. That's like saying he wanted to draft two and he wanted two of the play last year. And we don't we like, don't know. We don't now, know. Dude. We do not know. Okay? How that man cursed that tool in that Titans game? How he gave him <laughs> that look and wanted to punch him in his face? That shows you he does not want that man on his team. Man, yeah. he cursed out everybody. I'm just keeping it a buck here. I'm I'm looking at the Nick Saban ties. I feel like that was possibly another reason why they ended up making that decision too as well. So I can't really say if it's if it was Stephen Ross bad for business, bro. That's bad. But, but but my thing is though, Quinte, the reason why I'm not 100 percent that's that was Ross on board with that because he's the one that got on the plane to go talk to Watson. So but I can't. How, how can you get mad at a, a coach for having how he feels? But you're doing the quarterback you drafted dirty by going to talk to another quarterback. You understand what I'm saying? That's still asinine. I, I, we don't know all the facts, though. That's why oh, I'm, that's, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to just dead it right there for me. That's, I'm okay, just, that's like you haven't just like you have a wife. You have a wife already. That ain't my wife. That's my child. I adopted another child. That's bad. You have lost. a wife and you go, go, <laughs> go fly a plane to another state, talk to another woman. How you think your new, your current wife going to feel about you going to talk to another woman? Come on now, they just asinine. This is this is. We ain't hey, again, Quinte. We, we until uh, when we when we find out who the next head coach is, we could put the puzzle pieces together to see exactly what happened. I that's one thing. Honest, I really they they don't, if they don't if they don't get the chin, if they don't get the chin to be our coach, somebody who, like that. The who chin. is the chin? Who is the chin? The, chin, the real Steelers coach. I don't need someone. Bill Cowher? Yes. <laughs> oh. That's oh, what you call me. Yeah. What the fuck? Bill Cowher ain't coming out of the I know, I know that. Bro. I know that, Banks. But I'm just saying. <laughs> what about but, Mike Shanahan? What about no, Mike Shanahan no, come out of retirement? No, no. Hell no. no. You might as well go get Wade Phillips. All right. With that being said, guys, we thank y'all so much. For- <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all, but I got to <laughs> All right, so 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 hold on, hold on, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Quinte left you. That dysfunctional, you Negroes want to bring Bill Coward. Wait, Phillips. How bad this organization is. This organization sucks, and I feel bad for the the Dolphins fans. I feel bad for y'all. 
because I you don't. guys have been suffering. You know they did that ten year challenge thing, right? Recently on the internet, <laughs> where it went viral. How about the ten years since the Miami Dolphins have not done shit? It's Nothing. sad, bro. It is really it's sad. It's not sad. I don't, feel, I, don't, sad. I don't feel bad for Miami Dolphins fans. I don't. So you don't feel bad for yourself? I don't. You know what? I don't feel bad for myself because I didn't want to in the first place. Everything's on tour. Everything? Yeah, okay. The, the Dolphins have been sorry get, before can, tour. Can somebody Stop. just tell me, Banks, you was right about tour? Can, so, can I just get you? Were, you I were just, right, Mr. Banks. Thank you, bro. Thank you. We were we were in agreement about two of Mr. Baker. I was I didn't I didn't want to be. Y'all didn't want to face the radio, and this is the consequences of your own actions. Listen, I faced the radio. I I listen as a Rams fan. We once had Jared Goff at quarterback, and you could not tell me Jared Goff was not next level at one point. And then that motherfucker decided to throw all the interceptions in the whole wide world. So guess what? Who, who, I think who, I have a good. Who brought you to the light, Banks? Who brought you to the light? Hey, man, I got to give you props on that. Hey, I, I, I've always admitted it. I'm a <laughs> I don't run from the truth. The truth is, Jared Goff sucks. The truth is, Tua sucks, and the Dolphins need answers. <laughs> I'm really pissed off with the Miami Dolphins oh. letting go of Brian Flores. I think it was a bad decision, but we have to wait now and see who the Miami Dolphins are going to bring in. But as I mentioned at the beginning of the pod, and by the way, everybody who stayed tonight and listened to the show, we thank y'all so much for staying by. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button and like and uh, and hit up the, hit the, the hit that bell notification so you can get all the notifications anytime that we go live. We go talk about the we go talk about anything sports. But one last thing, we have the Miami Dolphins have to bring in a high profile name if you want to attract the free agents and the players that you want to come in and help, you need a coach with a high profile. Eric enemy is a very hot guy. Now, he's a black coach, but anyway, I doubt they run it back again, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, with that being said, we are approaching the hour and 15 mark. Uh, did anybody have any final thoughts before we end up closing this thing out? You know what has to happen? Mickey Arison just has to go and buy the Dolphins so that way he to be everything will be under his roof because he's running the, the Miami Heat organization. They are the class of the NBA. They are so they 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 just stay competitive and they've just been great since they've been since they've been out. But to me, they're over the Dolphins now. I don't want to hear about nothing about the Dolphins. It's about it's about the Miami Heat and Miami. That's it. Fuck the Dolphins. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of them. Miami Heat. Other than that, um, I can't wait for the playoffs. I I'm just excited about the game. I, I actually want the Steelers to win because I'm I'm a Steelers fan as well as an Eagles fan. But I just want to see the games. The games are going to be great. I can't wait to sit back with this new TV I have and just vibe. And it's going to be nice. Can't wait for the playoffs, man. Can't wait. Man, big shout at- out to Black Empire, man. Thank you so much for the donation, man. That is our very first donation we ever had on the stream. Thank you so much, Black Empire. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Is that uh, what you got for me, Banks? I mean, I don't have nothing to say, man. I just said what I had to say. I ran it just now. The Dolphins (laughs) suck. If you find a head coach that's going to to challenge management, that's going to not only just challenge management, challenge the players, challenge the fans, challenge everybody. 
you have to it's it's that's but that's that's what i love the most of brian brian forrest because you can tell that he was no nonsense and he meant and he stood by what he said and i i love that about the guy i hate the fact that brian flores does not have a job right now but i know that he's going to bounce back very soon he's going to be coaching or head coach somewhere soon i, w- I would probably give it maybe a few weeks or so and he's going to be because he's one of the most respected minds in the nfl and i believe mm-hmm. this to be true just based on the fact of what he has done personally to my los angeles rams he destroyed us in the super bowl and he destroyed us in the regular season I will always respect that guy because he figures out a way. And I feel like the Dolphins made a big mistake by letting him go, but we'll see. He might be the defense coordinator for your team. Never know. I would love, I would love for Brian Flores to come be the defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams. At least he knows what the fuck he's doing because Raheem Morris, black ass, don't know what he's doing. Hey, <laughs> <Raheem> <laughs> you just. I, him. I just set it up. How, how the voice set it up and he hit it out the park, huh? <laughs> so I think Brian Flores was a better job to be the defensive coordinator, but time will tell. Um, as I said earlier, we are recording this podcast as the national championship is going on. Um, oh, shit, Alabama right. at Alabama and Georgia <clears throat> currently sitting right now. I believe Alabama is up right now. Anybody got the score at the top of their head? No, Georgia's up right now. Georgia is up. Oh no, I'm sorry. Alabama just went up. So Alabama's up 18 to 13. Okay, Alabama is up 18 to 13. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to be back Wednesday when we end up doing our wild card weekend betting odds and spreads. I also wanted to go ahead and shout out Black Empire for the donations this evening. Uh, for those that came and checked out the podcast, just be sure to go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe button, and most definitely share. Uh, this is the Not For The Bay Podcast. Like I said, we're going to be back Wednesday evening, 10 p.m. Eastern time. We are about out of here, man. Later. Peace. Peace, everybody. <laughs>